So, welcome back to Everything About Anything, episode 88. As usual, um, we'll begin with Would You Rather, so um, I'll give... Oh, I'll give Roddy a theme. Um, and then you give me a theme, and then you jump to Evan, because I need some time. <laughs> well, well, then, okay, then you give Evan a theme. Uh, I'll give you one first, and you can have some time to think about it um i'll give you fantasy so movies um like novels i don't care and you give evan a topic give evan a topic uh how about about life choices is it wait is that too broad i think that is wait evan is that okay it depends on what you mean by life choices like you're like during the cross you're at the crossroads of two choices that would that would affect your life and you have to you have to pick one then i need no some time to think scenario. but i think i can't try it's like a no way back scenario, you got me? So it's like, you gotta oh. think carefully about it. Okay, let me try. How about Adrian okay. start first? Because I don't really get like the context of life choice. Or... Well, then, Evan, you give me a topic. Hmm, let me think. It's so difficult. I'm currently thinking about what what I should give as my question, because I don't know what fiction you guys know. If you guys know the fictions I know, it'd be pretty easy. But at that point, I don't know. How about something about like cultural stuff? Cultural stuff. You mean like cultural groups, or you mean things related to culture? Like Guzhaoui stuff, or what do you mean by culture? Any anything that contains some sort of culture. Uh, all right. Um, would you rather? Um, live under. Let's disregard. Let's uh, let's assume that um. Race doesn't matter, so your genetics or your appearance or where you're born or whoever doesn't matter. So, um, would you rather live in a German culture where everything it's all about efficiency and it's just overall very dull, but your life quality is overall decent, or would you rather live under um, an American culture, which is very flamboyant and colorful, but your life quality isn't as good. Like, you're probably, like, quite poor mm. and stuff like that. Well, I'm obviously going to choose German, because... Because well, you're American. <laughs> you see, first, first of all, um, I study STEM, so... I'm not going to be the sort of people who thinks that efficiency is like boring and stuff. 
because I'm the sort of STEM people that the people who study arts despise. And second, I don't think I'm going to be able to maintain a good life quality on my own, so I need the government's help. And, well, and also the German language is not as weird as English. Like, English is such a weird language. Well, I agree that English has some weird rules and it evolved very fast in terms of the, you know, the time scale of its development, but I would argue that the German language is difficult to learn because the grammar and stuff, it's kind it's very, like, English is useful in some sense because most people learn as a their first foreign language, but German, like, even, like, if you speak French, like, there are certain African nations you can go to and most people would will be able to understand you, but, like, German, like, you're, it's, it's probably only used in Germany, like, I cannot think of other instances that German would be a useful language, but I wouldn't say that language would be my, my priority, like, on my list of concerns, I, I would yeah, say that it's not my list of concerns either. It's just a side mention, just like like it feels yeah. like I feel like the openness of the U.S. is it's more about like if you have the you if you have just the right personality and just the right skill sets you have the potential to become something of your own so like the ideology of those two cultures whatever that that means i i was still i'll say it's 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 different in a way that it's there's no like the two scenarios i put there's no right or wrong to it but like I would say my life wouldn't be very, in terms of objective happiness, I wouldn't be, um, subjective happiness, I wouldn't be like the happiest man in the world, but yeah, I'll still have to go with the first scenario, because objectively, I will be living decently, so like, you know, not, life quality isn't too shit. <laughs> Eventually, you get to you get to a point in life. Maybe you just the only thing you care about is life quality. I don't oh, know. and also by the way, Germany is much more beautiful than America. I thought it's you greener, don't go to greener. Germany for that reason, which is Germany is not a beautiful country. Not like because <laughs> not 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 not. I I don't mean that it's not clean or it's not tidy of anything. I like. America is, is probably worse at that. But what I mean is like, there there's a reason you prioritize France, Italy, and Spain over Germany when you, you know, go on a holiday, because there's literally nothing in Germany that's remotely yeah. interesting to a tourist. So let yeah, alone yeah, if yeah. you live but, there. But but living in Germany, like the surroundings of your like overall living space is 
better than like American living spaces because. Like, well, it depends on where you live in America. Like, if it's just like a typical, I don't know, New York suburb, then it's actually I would say it's okay. Like, Florida, Texas, even though we don't like a political. Um, environment there, but overall the climate and combined with the population, like you won't feel too remote in some of those states. Like things only get real shit. You go to like the really remote states, like I don't know Colorado, something like that. Colorado. Like the really like the really like or I don't know Montana, like somewhere Canada. in the wild, middle. The wild state yes, regions. Like yes, the wilds, like. <laughs> as long as you're near the coast, even if it's only the southern coast, I, I'd say nearing the coast. Is in terms fine, of it, it, you know sense. living environment, I'll say it's okay. But Germany, well, like the biggest thing that will, the biggest turnoff for me would be the food. Like everyone just knows German、Why? food is shit, even worse than British. Oh yes, food. German food is shit. <laughs> like yeah, you like remember, wait, wait, do you remember that time there was、like? this teacher who teaches. Yes, like he says that like, the only thing they have is beer and sausages, and and one time、nice. he didn't want, and one time he didn't want to eat sausages anymore. So like he grabbed some noodles with strawberry jam, and then there was like that's so sad jam noodles, and and he thought it was it tasted better than sausages. It doesn't matter if you have hundreds of types of beers or hundreds of types of sausages. If it's the only that, if it's the only combination you got, then it's shit. <laughs> like, I mean, it- if you go to Italy, you have hundreds and types of you. You have hundreds of types of like pasta, but you, but but, but pasta is like you can mix and you can like you, you wouldn't get bored. Eating pasta. Pasta is like rice, like yeah, it's, it's like rice.、Base. You wouldn't、it's、really like... get bored to it. Like you wouldn't feel like it's oh my god, it's so exhausting. But sausages, seriously, <laughs> like、But、I can't stand. I mean, sausages don't mean. I mean, if I first arrived there, it might seem like a big meal because you know sausages and beer is like. But after, like many meals, just like we're that, talking about if you live there. <laughs> It's like every day you gotta eat. I mean, it's gotta be other food inside that nation, right? It, it can't just be all sausage and beer or whatnot. It's gotta have something like I don't know, like noodle-based food or even steak, even. Okay, so Evan and I would choose、something. Germany over America. Then what about you? You already know what I'm gonna pick, right? America, <laughs> because plan- because it suits your personality more. I'm guessing. That that for one and for an for another, it's got more diversity. Cause, um, I've never been to Germany. I'm sorry, so I don't. I can't really I don't say for sure what it has ever been to Germany. <laughs> and like, I don't have. So I don't so, think I will ever go to Germany. Germany is probably not a. It's not destination. It, exactly, it's not a travel destination. Just like what I said. <laughs> yes, you don't so, see them、so、on travel brochures, like. I can't say for sure, like whether it's good or not in terms of any aspect, because I've never been there, so I can't really like say anything about it. But for one thing, I like to go to America because my personality fits, and for another, it's because it's got way more stuff to it. And I don't mean just cultures and stuff. I mean, so long as you don't go to the 
the Wild West or the cowboy infested area, I think America would actually be a pretty fun place to be at. Because, you know, the big cities and stuff and the cities never resting and all the lights and stuff. It's got opera and everything else. I mean, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a dream place to me. And you don't have to worry about eating sausages that much because it's got all kinds of stuff right there, you know. And it's got different, like, different areas with different majority of ethnic ethnicity so yeah i like it but i've heard a professor who went to uh new york and he said that like the only thing he can eat there is like hot dogs and he got super bored so he had to like learn how to cook himself so that well, maybe it's because all the restaurants because you know a lot of people in new york so i guess you know it's got to be booked or reserved or something like that that's why you see all of these, like, food channels, it's like, in America. Because, like, in America, if you want good food, you, like, you've got to cook for yourself. Unless you live, like, literally in city center. Like, we here in Taiwan is so used to being able to buy literally everything we eat. But that's not practical or viable is so in a country streets, that's just so large that... Yeah, so large and so full of people, you can't just get whatever. <laughs> Everything you want around you at is just time. another identical household with the same sort of like layout. Like you don't identical see house. you don't see a random restaurant. Like you you must drive for a while. So obviously you will not be able to buy every single meal ready. And by the way, the meals like like the restaurants in the US are super expensive. So you'll probably Yes, and they have that super not- idiotic tipping culture which is a turn off oh, for me if you have to choose america like i never well, understand tipping i mean you can choose not to pick your yeah people would just, just deem you as weird but you can mm. choose not to tip <laughs> i'll give an asian tip which is zero <laughs> asian tip and by the way that was our, if like all if like i was the decontextualize I would choose Germany. and it's not like but it's a western that, thing like, or anything like it's only America you don't like if you go to Britain or whatever you don't see people tipping like you go to Germany or Italy like you don't see tipping like if you try to give them tip they'll be like Haha, Americans like only Americans do this sort of thing <laughs> why is Americans. it America likes tipping so much is it just that they, they feel like the need, they feel the need to show off the fact that they're very rich but, like, the majority well, it, it of Americans can... are not super rich. That's the tiny mon- minority. It could be you know, for the, the problem fact that, that tipping off, poses yeah. is that when you tip people, then, like, the restaurants hiring them think that they earn the tip so that they don't give them as much money. So then they get poor and then they have to survive on tips. And then you are. You are Most waiters like, in tip, America like, doesn't even get paid. Because yes. tipping is a thing. That's true. That's true. They probably like register them for like insurance or whatever, but they do not have like a hefty paycheck, or they like it's significantly reduced because the, the you know the employers be like, yeah, but I thought tipping is a thing. You you receive yeah. tips and we don't. Uh, like I don't get this actually. Like if I if there's like a mandatory tip, I would rather tip the shop or the restaurant, instead of tipping the person who's serving me. Why? Because, like, 
helping the person. I'm here for the food out. anyway. Like, I can't. Like, I go into a McDonald's for the fact that it's McDonald's. I, as you know, I'm there for the food it serves me. Or I go to any restaurant, even not maybe if it's not even owned by a big corporation. If I go to like, just a typical. Your local man restaurant. I go there for the name. I go there for the food. I I don't go there because the waiters are nice. I I I don't think that's how it works. So like, unless like you're actually super nice or like you you've actually impressed me with your overall service, which is kind of impossible if you think about it, because all waiters do is just take your orders. Deliver your you know, dishes. You know the whole tipping culture forces like the waiters to like it makes them like keep walking around you and asking you what, uh, what yeah. may I do help you like you? the food? Like, how may I do you help like you? The food? Like and how stuff may I like help that. You? No, I just want to be left alone. So, like, if I really do want to tip, you know what? This pasta is really good. Like, like I I know it says ten dollars, but I'm willing to pay eleven for it. Just because it's good, that extra dollar, by the way, is not for Sarah, who actually did nothing other than my <laughs> how may I help you? <laughs> so yes, I would rather tip、oh, the, the shop Cause, instead cause of Sarah, the person. Because Sarah, Sarah isn't the one who cooked the food. Yeah,、oh, I like see, I, I would even like <laughs> even the tipping the chef sounds more logical to me than ter- than tipping the waiters. Like I, this is not me trying to dis disrespect the waiters. Like. I know it's just their job and stuff, but it's just like I, I obviously like don't come here for that purpose. You, you know, like you go somewhere for a purpose. So yeah. Anyway, um, so we've well, established that. But um, Evan and I would choose Germany over well, America. Well, but with the context that uh I have like the password, like I would probably go to. I would probably choose America, but you said like decontextualized like the race and like the stuff. So I thought that should probably be decontextualized too. What do you mean by? Wait, what? I mean, you said like don't like think about like race and those like problems. So, according to like your question, I would probably choose Germany, but. Considering that I do have a passport and it's, so it's easier for me to stay in America. <laughs> also, no, 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 no. I mean, like you, like, you receive like permanent citizenship and stuff like that. Like you get to live there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, how, like how. Like let's just you say you're born there, but like, alright,、yeah, you have a choice to be born. Like, like before <laughs> you, 转世投胎 or whatever that means. Like you get to choose. Like. The the,、yes. the person running that the whole thing says that you get to pick like <laughs> you get you get、wow. to live in America or you get to very live very generous. Well,、yes, they don't really do I... that, and I don't really believe in that shit. Yes, know, that's、like、what、soul. I mean. But if it was like in real life, then、uh, yeah, in real life it would be easier for you to because of the language barrier and yeah, also and the, the fact that you、problems. do have American citizenship, it will be a lot more easier for you to live in America. Yes. It's it's actually possible to get a job in America without a college diploma, but it's almost impossible it for you to get a job in Germany without either、um, vocational training or a college diploma. That's a fact. You know, 
德国继职教育做得非常好，好了，就是其实你走职校出来很多薪水比你读大学要来的高。That's a fact.、Wow. And look at our vocational training system. That's just no one goes there because you just wait. I don't. I don't think we should pay. I don't think we have even have a vocational training. 我们还是有职校啊，但是没人要去啊。Yeah, that 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 was supposed to be a joke, man. <laughs> Princeton High School. That, that was supposed to be a joke, but you ruined it, man. <laughs> oh, you oh you mean it? Oh, okay, I see. You mean as a joke? Wait, come on. Oh, okay. What was the joke? The joke is that the Roddy was pretending to, to like he's like he's trying to say that he doesn't even know that we have shelf because no one goes. I didn't know we have that. <laughs> I didn't know we had that until now. Thank you. Ironic. <laughs> All right, Roddy, it's your turn. Princeton High School. Okay. You have to ask the question. Okay, I'm gonna pick novel, and I don't think if I should exclude gender on this one, but I'm I'm gonna like. Would you rather be born in the world of The Handmaid's Tale or in the world of 1984? Should I exclude gender in this one? Because gender kind of plays a role in this. Obviously it does. Yeah, so I'm a boy, so exclude the gender. Exclude the gender. Okay, so right, here's、see. my take. The world、here's、of Handmaid's Tale. The only place fucked up is America, and you do have a you have a literal chance to get out of America, and everywhere else is actually just fine, like a normal world. But it doesn't say 1984. Nine eighty four. The entire world is fucked up because the entire world is only governed by three by three super states. Everywhere you、What、go is just like、states? East Asia, Oceania, East Asia, and Eurasia. I thought I thought the book mentions that. Yeah, yeah,、yes. yeah. I know, I know, I know three super states. But what do you know about the other two super states other than exactly the same? Or maybe the language is different, but overall, it's the same ideology. In the same situation, so obviously, even if I'm a woman, I'll still pick the world of Handmaid's Tale because you have a legitimate chance of getting out. And as long as you're wait, not but, inside Gilead, you'll be fine. Like, wait, but if you're a woman in Gilead, you're kind of fucked up. So it's kind of like a、uh, chance thing. True. It depends on your fertility status. <laughs> but but it, but it you could be an aunt. Either way, which is probably oh, you could be just some pious bitches running around, be like, "Oh, you have much to pay God and stuff like that." But the only professional,、uh, the only female professions allowed to read, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Anyway, but yeah, yeah、so、because of the fact the that the, in the setting of the Handmaid's Tale, it's only America. That's fucked up. I'll still go with that. Well, but, me too. But what if you're already brainwashed in 1984? It's like it's kind of like the North like, Korea. The 1984 situation is more like the entire world is fucked up. Like it's hopeless. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Even if you get out, like it doesn't matter. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, me too. Cause. You're you're saying in the world, right? So in the、yeah. Handmaid's Tale, it's only the woman in America who are fucked up. So the chance is the chance of being born in America times a half, and like those 
wives of the the the, the, the generals and those aunts are not that fucked up anyways. Yes, so so your actually fucked up situation, the, the 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 actual chance of that goes down even more. Like yes. for you to to get like even monsters are probably still better off than handmaids. So like the really bad situation would, would be for you to be born in Gilead as a woman and no, then no, for some whatever reason you end up as a handmaid. Because normal because normal girls get um get raised up at, and become wives of commanders and that's slightly better off than for whatever well, reason you're becoming off. a handmaid. Well that's yeah. the settings at least, so Yeah, so obviously like it's a very small chance, but nineteen eighty four so, so what if doesn't I, matter. What if I correct the what if I correct the question to Born and Gilead as a woman? And 1984, when would you pick one? Born in Gilead as a woman, there's still a very small chance that you become a handmaid. And, like, the others are actually not that, like, fucked up, in my opinion. But the odds is just too great to consider. So, yeah, it's it's disproportional, so I'll still go with the Gilead option. Because, like... Maybe oh, being born as a woman in 1984, maybe gender roles isn't as prominent in the world of Oceania, Eurasia, and, the East, and East Asia, but the fact that it's like the entire world that's fucked up, I'd say it's... Yeah, I still have to go with the world of Handmaid's Tale. What about you, Roddy? Um... I mean, if I have the chance to be born a male, I would have, po- I would of course pick the Gilead option, because I don't know if I'm brainwashed enough, if not, if I'm brainwashed enough, whether nineteen eighty, uh, the world nineteen eighty four would be a better choice. Because, because like the same logic with um, North Korea, if I'm brainwashed enough, then what does it all matter if you live in that world? I mean, you're just living inside the walls. You're not seeing anything from the outside. So, I think it depends on the scenario whether I'm born a male in Gilead or am I brainwashed enough in 1984, but if we exclude all of these odds and conditions, yeah, Gilead would be the pick. Because if I'm a normal person, not brainwashed, existing in the world of 1984 in either of the three superstates, then I guess it would be like a daily suffering for me because I can't do anything and everything I do would be washed. And since I'm a normal person, I might feel pretty bad about it. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick um option Gilead. So you've just created a question that all three of us pick the same thing. <laughs> Alright, Evan it's your turn. <laughs> Final one of the uh, day. I think it's too broad for him. I feel bad. It's too broad, I don't I, I don't understand what you mean by life choices. Like, can just you, whatever like, choices that might... Can you, like, give me a different topic? I, I'm i failing. Different topic, how about... Like, easy one, how about, um... Education. Okay, so... Uh... Would you rather, uh... Be born in... And 
education system where, like, there's like extreme like uh, what's that called? Like you're being classified by your abilities, and if you're not the top five percent, you're fucked up. Or would you rather be born in a uh education system which only takes care of the last ten percent? So like the the curriculum is like super slow, and like you don't really get to learn a lot of stuff in the education system. Hmm. So if I'm not top five percent, I'm fucked up, huh? Well, I'll go with the ladder because you could like if the school teaches me nothing, I can like minimize oh, no, no, no. my time in school and try to learn other stuff. Or stuff I want to learn on my own, assuming that there's library and the internet and stuff like that. But if like I'm if I'm not lucky enough to be born in the top five percent, I'm fucked. Then that's kind of like, well, maybe the education system wouldn't, like the purpose wouldn't be general education. The the purpose would actually be something like, how how do I put it like. Elite education, so, well, I, like, like there's, the logic goes both ways, I guess. So like, trying to give the elites better education isn't a wrong, like, isn't, I, I don't think it's ethically wrong or anything. I think it's okay. It's just most people, since most people aren't the top five percent, so obviously they wouldn't like it, but. I think there's decent enough logic but, in that. But it's just that aren't. it's we. It will be difficult for those who's not in the top five percent. Like, but the other option, meaning the the bottoms, five percent or ten percent. So like, it gets focused on. So it's explicitly helping those really in need. And I and then I would argue that it's not even education because they're not caring about. All of the people, it will be. It, you're caring about the. You're you're trying to help those really in need to catch up. Then that's kind of like. It's more like charity instead of <laughs> education, because education you're trying to improve the. Education you're either to trying to extract and. Develop, certain skills of. The general population, like you're trying to extract the best, or at least you're trying to raise the overall standard. But if you're not ra- even trying to raise the overall standard, then that means it's not really education. But assuming that、um, individually each can still pursue their academic interest or whatever. As long as that freedom exists, then I'll still go with the latter option because but, it but, sounds but, the odds sounds better to me. But don't you can't you still pursue your own interests if the school only takes care of the top five percent? Because、mm, you're probably no, because it will be like the education is kind to me. It's kind of like it's an evaluation of the bare the bare minimum. Um, like the bare minimum of you as a student must do. So if you you if you cannot catch up to the overall standard, 
then like you're just kind of like you know like when if you try to go find a job and stuff like that it will be really difficult for you because the standards already like if you're not the top five percent you're done with it, it's like what's happening in south korea these days because the big corporations who runs the basically runs the entire country they only want the best of the best so like if you cannot get into that sort of standard like if you cannot meet that criteria you are fucked quite literally maybe you get to live but obviously you wouldn't have a very good life get to live yeah but if it's run the opposite the opposite way um the the other way around it will be like the standards obviously not applied on the you know the those in need because no one is explicitly looking for the bottom five percent right so obviously the standard is somewhere above that and it will be easier to achieve and that in that society finding a job or whatever wouldn't be as difficult if you ha- you do if you do not have a good education because in that society or in that country people people will understand that for some reason our country's education system is built to help the, to those in need then you know like people will be un- able to understand that well yeah but we see that you're obviously not one of those in need so yeah it will be easier to live in and whether that's good for a country is a different thing but if i'm choosing one to live in the odds of the latter choice it, it, it sounds better to me makes sense how about roddy i think that the first option is obviously not a good one because it's like source. it's like if you're under the top five percent you're done with and and you and i heard you say that you can learn on your own if you're not top five percent i said it's kind of calf because usually education is linked with jobs if the like see what happens if the like the company you're trying to get in gets a resume and it says that this person is not not top five percent and when your like competitor is is a percent and obviously gets the better stuff then just think who who the company or who the employer would hire you get what i'm saying like in comparison with this like the latter option and the latter option like it may be kind of slow for the better but it's not like it's not like you go you don't get a chance. It's like it, it's kind of like everybody ha- has a chance. It's just like it's just that you know the ones that are not that good gets the more benefit and the care. But that doesn't mean that the better ones gets neglected. Whereas in the first option, only the good only the good ones are getting taken care of, and the rest of the population are just like abandoned in dust and forsaken so may like the second option may may be worse overall for the nation but overall the effects will be better in terms of education for the latter one because for the first one other than the best they're just going to dust and you can't expect the top five percent to run like a whole nation on its own right like you gotta have some people like holding it up and for a latter one everybody can have something to do it's not like the the best because it's got a like a slow pace of course it's gonna go bad it's just that they might have to like go ahead 
themselves. Alright, put it this way. If I am the national leader, then I'll go with the first option. If I'm not but, the national but obviously, leader, then I will... <laughs> even though if I'm but, the top 5%, I'll still go with the second option. But, uh, but obviously, the first option isn't great in the long run. Because in the long run, it's, it's only a top 5% that's doing stuff. Like, just look at North Korea. They, uh, no, South Korea. They might be eating sugar right now, but you don't know about the future, right? Like, a lot of people complaining about the educational systems. And I guarantee you that if you take the first option, riots are going to come right at your face. So, so yeah, if I'm picking the first one. Like, if you're a nation leader, I can understand the reason behind your pick. But overall, I think the second, the latter option will be better. Just because of the, you know... Equality and chances. Actually, if you run a if you run a dictatorship, then the first option is viable. If you run a dictatorship, if you run a democracy, but we're not running a dictatorship. Yeah, the first option it's not a good option, but the second option is definitely a disastrous option, because in a democracy, the citizens' productivity is it's like it's influenced by their education and. One of the fundamental um, components for a democracy to be able to function is that you there take is. less, uh, you know, in terms of portion, like you tax less, like you take less from the citizens as the government, the national leader, the elected representatives, whatever you like to call it. Like the point is that you get to take less because in a democracy, citizens are more educated, they're more productive, they earn more money. So if you, if you make ten thousand dollars, I take away the thousand. You wouldn't, you you wouldn't cry all day. But if you only make two thousand, I take away one thousand. You'll be like fuck that. So in the dictatorship, you want, you only want the best to educate for them to understand how. This dictatorship works. You want them to understand the world, on you know, in a com in an international context, for them to become the true elites to be able to run the country. But for the rest, they can just all go f themselves because it doesn't matter, as long right. as they are just peasants and you know they make two thousand and we take away one thousand, and they can't do anything because they're starving to death. But in a democracy, if you do not Prioritize the general education. It will be like they're only making two thousand, and you're you're still taking one thousand, and that would be a very big problem for a democracy. Anyway, <laughs> um, but but wait, wait, but but in terms of chances, the second one be better because in the first no, yeah, because in the second one they at least can learn for themselves. But for the first one, the the ones left behind can't learn for themselves. Because you go saying because you're only taking care of the top five percent. What about the rest of ninety five percent? You like the smart ones get to learn the second option by themselves because they are the better ones, and of course they they can and will learn for themselves. But in the first option, the rest can't even if they want to learn for themselves. Well, Does that make sense to you? Right. It depends on whether, um, and in that way, the whole whether information can be accessed easily. So, well, it depends on whether they want to access information. Like, if everybody is like 
your classmates, then it's probably not going to be a good idea. But what if, what if, uh, yeah, I I just think this technology would be better overall. I mean, it, it could be not not so good of a choice for nation leaders, but overall, I would pick the latter one. All right, let's move on to our topic. Now, today we're talking about um, relationships and families. So, what are our perspectives on relationships in general? And you know, our well, technically we're st- well, we're still just high schoolers. But like, you know, what's our opinion on marriage and kids and you know? Relationships with your kids or our relationships with parents and stuff like that. Well, I don't think we really talk about this sort of thing on EAA that much, so I'd say it's a, it's worth a shot. It's worth the discussion at least. I don't quite get the topic, so I think I should first hear from like. Okay, let me read the topic first. How about how about Roddy? Do you want to kick it off or? I mean, I could. Okay, you. If could we're talking then. about marriage, as of now, to be honest, is there's no way I'm getting married. I mean, the the perspective it may change, and I'm pretty sure. It wow, that's actually a very else. interesting perspective. There's no way that you want to get married. There's no way I want to get married. I'm I'm being serious. Really, why? As of now, I, I'm genuinely surprised by that statement. I'm not criticizing or anything. Like I'm just surprised. Cause over overall, like just think about it. If you don't get married, you get to have a lot of freedom yourself. You travel to wherever you want to on weekend nights. You do whatever you want, and with the money, you don't even have to like decide how to how to divide it or whatnot. It's like you're all alone yourself, and well, you, you can still do some beautaiishanzhi and like keep the money all to yourself. Yes, like, yes, I I know about that, but still I'm talking about the yes, I'm talking about the freedom. I'm not just talking about the money. Like, just think about how you can you get to keep all of that to yourself, right? Like, if you get married, you gotta say. Okay, so what should we do for the weekend?、Uh, you you gotta care about the emotions of your partner. You gotta care about like what what you want to do and what you want to do about it to keep it together. And it could be relationships, marriage, whatever. Like you gotta figure out what you gotta do to keep it in one piece. Why do you, know? you have to、you、keep it together? Of... Why why should I not keep it together? I mean, you're the one who got married. You can't just say,、oh, "I'm tired of this crap. I'm getting out." You can't do that. Like, if you're married, you're about to have some responsibilities to yourself. If you can just get divorced whenever you want and not take any responsibility, then hell yeah. Then then two options would be my pick. Because if you don't, if you don't have to be responsible for your choices in terms of like choices of marriage and divorce or whatnot, then when The aspect of freedom be the same. You can just do whatever you want. You can still go out and party all night and leave your wife or your partner at home without caring、uh, whether she's safe or or what she's doing or 
is she feeling contented or, or is she just overall happy? Like overall mental state, do, do you even have to care about that if you just not take responsibilities after marriage? I don't think that's what marriage means. Marriage means that you're willing to like live the rest of your life together with that partner and taking the responsibilities by, you know, making that person a part of your life. So yeah, I'm, I don't think, I don't think marriage will be a choice for me, mainly because it's too tied up. Like, you don't... I'd say that is the beauty you of and marriage, you, you may, which is, you know, being tied up. I think that's one of the it is. defining characteristics of that's what I'm, human culture. Like, marriage it, isn't something yeah, that but, you observe in chimpanzees, for example. Like, it's a... It's a socially it's constructed. I wouldn't call it a contract. That's kind of like, that's a bad terminology. But well, I wouldn't say it is a contract. Marriage is usually not categorized as a contract. It's more like if you think about it, it's not defined as a contract. It's defined as a specific type it, of contract. Like wait. it feels like a contract, but the, it, the but the exact terminology is never. It's never a contract. That like if the usual think, rules of contract usually don't usually apply on a marriage contract, if, because if marriage is constant. What? If you think about it, if marriage was a contract, then there won't be so many divorce lawsuits. Like. Exactly, it probably, because it you, should already be written in a contract. Exactly, because it should be already written in a contract. The reason why we have all these like divorce lawyers or you know like marriage lawsuits or stuff like that is precisely because marriage is a interesting rule that socially constructed that some way somehow resonates the biological desires and realities of humans. It's, it, while it's while it also confines the overall like some people call you know like families or marriages as the fundamental building blocks of society because it's a special status created legally that can only be eliminated legally so like the the own like it's the basically it's like it's the personal place or the personal realm that you can turn to if when you get tired of the outside world or just everything else in general that's uh, to me that's kind of like the whole point of marriage like i don't think the point of marriage is about um like starting a family, so having offsprings. I don't think that's the point of marriage. I think the point of marriage is more like it's it creates a special realm that's just it's special physically, legally, socially in in many many perspectives and many aspects. It's different from the outside world. Okay, to me, that's what like, marriage seems. To, that, it seems like we all have is. very different interpretations of it. <laughs> to me, what is your to, interpretation? To me, wait, wait, I haven't finished my interpretation. Okay. Like, ma marriage to me is like when you're fully ready to commit your life to one individual, and that that, that one individual, him or herself. So, in short term, I w I wouldn't get married because that will mean taking all the responsibilities, 
and all the time and all the stuff I want to do would just be boot into trash can because I got to sacrifice my time, my energy, and my just my overall everything to that one single individual. So yeah, that's wouldn't get me already in a short time. May change in the future, will change in the future, but how it will change is a different is a different question. So yeah, it's Evan's turn. Well, I think. Well, to me, I think. I'm probably not going to. Well, look, everybody's nobody's getting married. (laughs) No, no, no. The reason of that is that as like Roddy's interpretations about like the modern interpretation of like marriage is all about like those like weird responsibilities and stuff. Like, I don't want to. No, I don't. You see, I don't get married to you to help you do stuff but that that's you what it cannot is do on your own. Like it's kind of oh, well, like an I after believe, effect. Wait, I believe that every individual on the society has the ability to survive themselves, and if they can't, I'm not going to be married with them in the first place. Oh so. wow! <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> well, like that's that's kind of a mean thing to say, but. Like, they're incompetent, like... Oh, wow. I'm probably just... No, they're probably just, like... (laughs) I'm probably not going to, like, even, like, meet them. (laughs) Sure not. Sure not going to marry an idiot. That's that's basically what you're talking about. But but you still have to take the responsibility of taking care of an individual, even if she or she's not an idiot. I mean, it's not obligate... It's not obligatory, but... You, it deep inside you don't have to do that. You can't just leave leave her on the streets and be like, Oh you come you come home yourself. I'm not gonna drive you home. It's like it's yes. like you care enough. I mean it's like you care no, enough I mean, to do if, that. Or else why would you get married in the first place? Well if there <laughs> is like in the first place because of... you care about that person. Well, my interpretation of marriage has two aspects. One is it is to escape like like all these like social pressure, like Oh, Wait, like oh, you can't have a kid without getting married, or like oh, you have to get married before you're some sort of age or something. So one, it could be an escape because, to be honest, I don't think like having the status or not the status really proves anything. And second is to, uh, sign a contract, and I mean a literal contract because I don't want fucking trouble when. Uh, because, you see, divorce is very often and very common. Like, like Nowadays, why? Yeah. Like, you're you're not supposed to assume that divorce is not going to happen when you're getting to marriage. So I'm actually going to treat it like an actual contract because, obviously, I'm probably not going to be very poor and have to like. Well, so I'm going to construct a contract where. Like, there's this and all those sort of stuff, and talk about, like, so, the only reason I'm going to get married is, one, is either, one, I want to have a kid, which, uh, probably, I don't have the, uh, incentive now, and the second is, uh, probably, maybe, there's something that we want to do together, uh, some sort of objective or something, and, well, if it's, the set latter part, like, we're going to list out... I'm going to actually do a contract and actually, like, write... Like, write what 
like there's going to be an agreement on what we shouldn't do, and then there's actually going to be a consequence. So that if anything happens, there's like this contract, <laughs> so that there there's no need to get into all these yeah. annoying stuff because you're you're treating so you're like annoying. a car insurance like, company. Oh you're treating God. your partner like a fucking car. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm not saying that you can't do that, but just saying that maybe you shouldn't treat it all like a contract. I mean, we all have our own perspectives, but... I mean, I do have a more personal perspective on marriage, which is that most of the time, well, all of the time, actually, like, um, like when you get married, when you get married, um, you're socially expected and legally expected to be loyal to your partner, to me that is yeah. another form of. I wouldn't. I. I. I you can call it protection, you or you can call it. I, I'll say it's more of like an extra layer of promise, which is that you committed yourself to this next yes. level of. If you do that, you, you know, like you're in trouble. Not just because, like, even if I forgive you or something, like, I can still, I, you know, I can legally, I can sue you, him. stuff like that. So, um, for an, an for any, um, I don't know, inconfident person, I think that is a hell of a protection. And I think it's, it's a, that, like, one of the values of marriage to me. But, some some people don't like that f- that fact. Some people think that you know keeping your partner lawyer is part of your job. It shouldn't be like legally binding or something. It but is like, part of your job, yeah. I I wouldn't say that because to me you, to me I otherwise think it's... what's the point of this whole thing? Because it would be like like if you're like genetically inferior, like real like if you're if you're really talking about this like in terms of overall. Sp- you know, overall efficiency of humanity. Like you, you shouldn't be able to get a partner in the first place, right? But we're a social. Like we've already constructed something that's. You know, our society is not just about whether you'll be able to thrive in the wild. Because in the modern world, we've created that. You know, other things matters more. Like money and you know like it, it's not just about whether you can run faster because some you know some predators can literally eat you most of our biological instincts is just built is it, well is still the built-in functions and instincts of hunter-gatherers but we're no longer hunter-gatherers it's just that evolution hasn't kept up because we we're just too rapid, we're too fast at this thing, you know, building society and well, literally I mean, dominating an entire fucking planet. So to me, marriage is also another protection for um, genetically inferior individuals in terms of um, like because all these standards were are determined biologically as a hunter-gatherer of some sort, but we're no longer hunter-gatherers. So, like, I, th- I say this is... Marriage also has... also served this value of this extra l- layer of protection, you know, loyalty and I stuff mean, like that. I do think I know that, that you two... 
also kind of emphasize on the fact that um, the distribution of loyal. wealth and you yeah, know, and, like don't want to everything. be binded too much together. Now I get that because you know everything happens these days, and you know divorces <laughs> seems so often just imminent. I I get More that. So I, like I'm not opposing like you know like specific contra contracts of property distribution before a marriage that's the print of that's like so many people do do that these days like i'm completely fine with that like i just think that how do i put this it's like it's i i'd still say it's different to say that someone is your girlfriend and saying that someone's your wife that's like i to me it's like two very different things there are many people who are who, who just like swap girlfriends for like every single fucking month and it's ridiculous but not 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 many people like swap wife every single month even though legally well, in the place Arabia, in a country that you don't have <laughs> sort of like cool down period laws you can't do that the other option is that if you're andrew tate but like that's what <laughs> i mean because Exception. like marriage is something socially constructed that can keep the entire model mathematically stable while also creating this kind of like a different realm like you're when you're so just exhausted and of literally everything else whether it's your work or just or could be just your you know could could be just having your could be just having a very bad day you know, getting fired from a job, but going back home, even though if you don't own a house, like, even though you're just living from rent to rent, it's, like, I think it's a beautiful thing that you can come back <laughs> don't home. Don't own a house. You know, to your wife or to your husband, and, you know. I mean, someone to share ha- things with. Yes, yeah, some, someone to share things with, and I they don't get to, like, run, ara- run oh, away randomly, it. you know, like, that's, because, that's like, you can literally sue advantage them for that. Of getting married, I would Wait, say. you know? You know, I completely agree with this whole concept of protection, but because I am so insecure about this protection, so first, I have to write a contract to make sure that both sides agree on this whole protection and thing, and then like there's actually consequences that are agreed beforehand, so that there's no need to like, all, there's no need for like, getting like, afraid that you can't successfully sue your partner and then scared of not being to get a good lawyer (laughs) and then (laughs) or afford a good lawyer and then the protection goes down to after if the marriage isn't successful so then i can take out a contract and say that we're uh and then i don't have to pay all of those weird ass money like titles like all those Weird stuff, weird m- m- sorts of money you see in those lawsuits because, because, because we agreed in that beforehand. So, I think my uh, interpretation of marriage is l- kind of like your concept of protection, but taken into a very extreme way. <laughs> I'd say you're so insecure that you, like you even find the concept of marriage 
spooky. <laughs> that's what I. That's what. That's how I see it. I mean, I, 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 I won't say it's wrong or anything. It's just that I'm like I'm genuinely surprised by Roddy's interpretation, which is that you know, being. I don't know. Like maybe it's just me who's really who's not fond of you know like complete freedom and stuff like that because I, like I'm not. You want to be. You want to still be like, be able to be pr- protected by some sort of um, I would say. Con- I I I I, I <laughs> like contract. I I there. like I just prefer stability. Like that's just like. I see. Like I I understand it's just like personality difference. It's just that, my brain doesn't seem to comprehend, that well. Uh, you know a concept a concept of just you know. Yeah, like. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not prone to like complete freedom either, but uh, I do think that because it's so vague in like these like social concepts, like people often think like the limitation of freedom is the same in like both sides, but actually they don't have an agreement. So I still feel like there should be like an agreement or anything so that. Well, it's that we the, when sure you that know the concept is mar- of marriage is designed in a way that it's like the the designers or the intention is not for you to. It's supposed to last until you die. That's kind of like the whole point. It's just that as society progresses, we kind of like just ends, ends acknowledges between. the fact that. May sometimes it's better off for to allow divorce to happen. Like if you go back hundreds of years, like if you even mention the idea of you know getting divorced, that's like you get completely unacceptable by most of society. That's a fact. But yeah, like I get it when you know when you're like you want to be. You want to have the eventual control of getting you out of this whole thing, which well, it's understandable. But don't you think that's kind of like I I don't know how to put this. Like I don't think that's that should be the you know the main concern of getting married. Like the main concerns of marriage to me it will be something like you know like um. Where where will we live? Like how we're gonna, for, you know, afford the rent? Know, how we're gonna, um, you know, pay pay off the mortgage, um, kids. Um, how 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 do we deal with their education and stuff? Like those will be, like, the, the that sort of the con- that's the sort of concern I will actually be thinking about when it comes to marriage. Like, since we like, how do I put this? The Whatever. Like they're and they're not unfair or anything. Like because you get to most of the time you get to keep what you already had before marriage. It's because like after you getting ma- after getting married, you as a married couple are deemed socially and legally as a united entity. So you're not、Whoa. supposed to have too much of these sort of like um how do I put this like in the In individualness and in, like you're not supposed to 
be so like individually independent. It's not the point of marriage. Okay, back in the days, like the really extreme patriarchies. That okay, that was like when you get divorced, like men get the husband takes literally everything, right? But nowadays, like it's different already. Like you're two separate entities who decided to merge into one socially constructed status that's. Very different from most other, quote unquote, contracts. I don't contracts. know, but it might just be me. But I really can't stand like people who are so ignorant that they need. Well, oh well, but for this episode, I'm not going to be saying stuff that's <laughs> very politically correct. But I just can't stand. You those cannot stand marrying stupid so people. Stupid yes, I understand that. Everywhere. In fact, and that is probably one of my um, one of my bottom lines. If I'm really talking about marriage. Part like a smart car. So, so, I, I still, so I still I find it funny that. <laughs> I still find it funny that Evan is trading his wife like a car. It's like, oh, you gotta have car insurance. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a car. <laughs> no, 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 because for me, like, every main concern of... The main concern of every single uh, choice that I make is whether I can enter in Xiazhuang. <laughs> so I uh, just think about... Yeah, I well, see that. It's just, to me, it doesn't feel like... How, how do I put this? Like, I don't know. It shouldn't be something that you you want to enter in um, you're, you're this not even is very hard for me okay? to explain. <laughs> you're not even trying to shout, Zong. You're you're trying to you're trying hey, to make it all in one. 应该讲说就是你你你不能把最坏的打算当做是一个你准备要做的事。<laughs> 就是 ，But I understand that yeah, it's a it's it's a possibility, and I I I get it. Like it's just that I don't. It's just me who don't prioritize it. I don't know. It's just... it, like it shouldn't be one of the goals. It shouldn't. Be. Yes, it, w- <laughs> one of the goals of marriage is not getting divorced. Let's put it that way. That's not one of your eventual. It, it's an eventual outcome, but it's not a path that you. It's not a. It, it's not a agenda that you aim for, right? Like, you don't plan <laughs> out. Okay, so we do this and do this, and then we get divorced. No, you don't do that. <laughs> life life checklist. Get re- get divorced. Yeah, like you don't have that on your checklist, obviously. So, <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't see that as one of the marriage agenda. You know, and getting divorced is not an goal to car. achieve, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So, <laughs> what about kids? Um, do 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 you do you two no, want no. to have kids in the future? No, 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 no. no. Oh wow, disastrous. we are really, really disastrous. liberal <laughs> in this sense. Disastrous. 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 Wow. Why would you describe it as disastrous? Paying tuitions, paying for their sorry ass to leave us when 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 we're older, and 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 just overall paying for them and losing freedom. Like if you tell me I can still do what I do after marriage and not having kids, then okay, I'll take that option. But now you're but now it's like you're telling me you're getting married, and also by the way you still have kids. It's like. It's like an add-on. It's like an add-on disadvantage of marriage. You get what I'm saying? It's like you're you're already married, but what's but what comes more is that you're also having kids. It's like you're half-minded to your death. 
And this kit's thing just kicks you into the pool and drowns you to death. It's like an Wait, why would it drown you horrible. to death? Why? Because all the pangs and stuff, and remember my, my perspective of freedom and stuff. Like, if you're getting married and your, your partner completely supports your freedom, then sure, I'll of course get married because I'm still free, right? But if, when you have kids, you there's no way you're getting out of it. You can't just say, "Oh, my wife. When my wife supports my perspective on freedom, so I can, so I can just bop my kids behind." No, like taking kid, take taking care of for kids is not just something you morally would like to fo like follow and abide by. It's like it's, it's like you're legally binded, okay? And strictly legal. Isn't that binded. the whole pay, point? That is the whole point. That's the that's the reason why, I. Do want do not want do not want. You it. have a really like, extreme interpretation of freedom, in this sense. Like, well, what do you think about having kids anyway? Like, do what do you want to have kids? Well, my I, I main think... concern is not actually how my life would, uh, how my life would be like income. Or even how much money or... you will pay, or how much. Yeah, that's the only thing. That financial concern is probably my only concern in terms of That is my main kids. concern, but that is not my no, only no, no, concern. No, 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 no. But what 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 I see here is that even if you're like rich, you wouldn't you even still wouldn't I'm be like want rich. to be having kids. Um yes, cuz cuz the second condition even if you're is rich, that I'm so my like kid. you will not have any financial trouble for raising kids. You still do not want to have kids. Really? Cuz if cuz if I'm rich and I have kids, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna fucking separate all my properties, and and that's if I'm rich. If I'm not rich, I'm probably gonna. Die but if you don't these. have kids, your property goes nowhere. It goes nowhere, but. But but the, but then comes the second condition, which is, I'm having kids and I'm getting binded to this house and binded to, all this, stuff all together. I'm not saying that, leaving the house will be my ultimate goal or just. Or just being a wanderer my whole life would be my goal. It's just that I don't want to be... I want to have second option as that, okay? That, that may not be an ideal option, but I can still serve it as a second one. It's not like once I'm in this having a kid's business, there's no way out. If, if my partner, if I do get married, and my partner doesn't have kids, I would actually be really happy. Because that would be like my point of view exactly. So my well, my view on not not having kids is for one, my sorry ass has to pay for them, and two, which is the second inferior condition, is that I'm getting binded all the way, and, and there's no way out. You you may argue that getting binded very... all the way is my, is the ultimate goal of marriage uh... and the definition of marriage, but. Well, we have some we have some form of different. like fundamental <laughs> ideology differences there. I, I don't want to criticize it, but like I may sound like a dork here, but it's but it, but it's but it's better than Evan treating a swipe like a car. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I I admit that I'm kind of social Darwinism, but yeah, you're kind of car and you're a wife, man. <laughs> No, but 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 I view like responsibility to take care of kids and responsibility to take to take care of yourself yeah, so different because 
responsibility to like these sort of like emphasize responsibility on like taking care of your spouse is kind of like toxic and stuff like like you're sometimes like forced to do it and if like and of i i just showed how how like social darwinist i am last answer so obviously that shouldn't be something relevant so i probably shouldn't <laughs> like be doing no that. i think it's but, fine like everyone has the rights to pick whoever they deem as the most acceptable or preferable soulmates i don't see something i don't see anything wrong with that i don't but it's not discriminating <laughs> stupid but people. roddy thinks i'm a dork <laughs> no, no it's, I, I it's the way it's, it's the way that you it's the way that you describe your standards that make but <laughs> i think what roddy means is that he doesn't like he, he doesn't get the fact that being able to survive in society is one of the <laughs> standards of you picking um, your other half. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's the way you worded the entire thing. It's like you're saying word by word in the contract, be like, "Oh, if we're getting divorced, then how much money is to be paid?" It's like, "Oh, if we're getting a car crash, how much money are we getting paid by the insurance company?" Is it, it, like it's the way. It's it the kind way of resonates with my like point it, that marriage is not a typical contract. It's not like anything that you like. It, it should like. It's not designed like the intention of the design is not for you to describe so, describe so many things in detail when you get divorced because it's like the reason we have you know divorce lawsuits because you know when things really go south all right fine we'll try to figure something out we'll either My. settle this or really go to court with it but like you know that's why marriage is not a typical contract but well for yeah. me like I have to make it a typical contract because the reason that it's a hassle and people like lose money and stuff is because it's not a typical contract. You don't lose money. It's more the like, money <laughs> you had before you get married is just no, but it still belongs get, to you. If you, you, you decide you, you, to spend the money after you get married, then that's on you. Well, I mean, uh, there's obviously <laughs> a better way, but. A better way so that you don't like get your property lost. Like you can't overprotect yourself. Yeah, I I admit I'm overprotecting myself, but I mean that's how insecure I am. And for kids, because uh, well, first of all, I still think it should be an agreement of both sides. Oh no, I'm wording this so bad. <laughs> you're wording this into a car business. It sounds okay, like I'm you're buying a house. <laughs> so, if... first of all, you're you're a car and your wife, and you're housing your kids. And I'm not uh, by housing your kids. I, I don't mean putting them in a house. I mean treating them like a house. And the same with car and your wife. It's like you're. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like we both have to agree to like because obviously, if there's a child, we both have responsibilities and i don't find these responsi the responsibilities of taking care of the child as a hassle as of taking care of a spouse because the spouse is a grown-up and she's supposed to like be capable wait, wait, but, but, if kid, but if you're having kids but 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 if you're having kids doesn't that also mean you have a spouse well i didn't say <laughs> i don't i didn't say i don't want to get married i just say if I get married, I oh, okay. have to have 
a whole contract thing. And also, I don't actually need to get married to have a kid. But it's just uh, that oh, okay. usually people oh, so gonna... get married if they're gonna. Yes. Have kids. So you're going for adoption. Oh. But you will not have to get married. To have kids, but according no, to I'm you, when you go to adoption, but but according to you, if you do want to get married, you have to get a lawyer. Usually, yes. it works the other way around, which is if you want to get out of a marriage, you get it a lawyer. But for you, it's the it's like it's <laughs> yeah. In his scenario, it's like okay, we're getting married. So in case in case of a possible a divorce, we may have to get a lawyer right here right now before we get married. It's like it's like saying. It's like telling a baby when when he or, when he or she's born. It's like okay, so you're gonna die one day. Let's get let's get your property sorted out properly by a lawyer before everything is to be said and done. And it's like, I mean, I mean, it could to be me, it's just so paranoid, lives, you know. Like it well, is just being I mean, so paranoid. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I'm I mean, gonna I mean, get I mean, I'm not going to adopt a kid because obviously I'm not. I don't like. Well, well, I'm politically incorrect, but. Well, I don't like orphans, <laughs> but well, 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 well I, you're, whoa. you're breaking a lot of, lim- a lot of <laughs> limits today. First of all, you, first of all, you're you're carrying your wife, and and for a second, you're housing your kids, and third, you don't like orphans. <laughs> so it's like you're breaking three traditional. One of the phenomenons, uh, one of the phenomenons of like you know leftists these days is that they have a very, like politically incorrect perspective on anything that seems traditional to them. So like marriage, having kids, and they have a very not so traditional perspective on anything that's not traditional. <laughs> well, um. Okay, well, you're breaking well, a lot of your, um. You know. Leftist ideology. <laughs> well, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, because I'm a person who very I'm with you, so I'm probably going to force my kid to become the elite. <laughs> and so you're just gonna become your own parents. Okay, great. Yes. Well, that, no, I'm not going to. That shit just passes no, I, on, I, doesn't I, it? I'm not going to like force him, but. I'm going to try to make him some s- s- uh, an elite of some sort of, uh, like, in some you're, sort you're of saying, area. You're the Asianness is overtake is is taking you, over. <laughs> you might you might want to stop talking because when you because when you just go on talking, you're just gonna sound more and more like your own parents. Because <laughs> well, if I studied, because like, if I started studying biology like two years or one year earlier, I probably would end up better off now. So that might be what your parents I, are thinking all along. If you don't think about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, oh. but slowly <laughs> turning into your own parents. You're. <laughs> You're inheriting the ideology. Very nice. I mean, of course I'm going to, like, let him socialize more so that he's much better at reading the atmosphere, because... While you're hanging out with your friends, you're not doing the study. You need to finish your workbook and practice questions so you can get into the Olympiad. 
No, I think fucking disappointment. I raised you for fifteen years, and you do this to me. I think hanging out with is taking over you. I mean, I think with hanging out with friends is very important because it is important in my values. So if yeah, because. I actually I wouldn't care if my if my kid doesn't like to hang out with other kids because I don't like to hang out with well, other people. Well, I don't care if they don't. Please like understand it, that the majority like of the world is to me. It just seems so annoying and irritating and stupid. Just not worth interacting with. So like, I'm I'm totally fine as long as they're not you know like autism or something. Like, I think if there's a very distinct. Line. There's a very distinct difference between being able to interact with others and enjoy interacting with others. That's two different, very different things. Like obviously, I'm capable of talking to other people, like what I'm doing right now. But like, do I like this? Or well, to you two, like I, I'm perfectly fine with this sort of interaction. That, but that's because of personal reasons. But like, if if you force me to do this sort of thing with strangers and expect me to like it, not very likely. Am I capable of doing it? Obviously, but do I like it? No. So I wouldn't force my kids into interacting and socializing well, I'm with not, others. I'm not going to force my kids into interacting and socializing. Well, that's more what my parents like to do. I like, mean, do you know my dad used to do it? <laughs> one of the, uh, a very Im- impeccable what, thing. I. I hate it so much to this day, to, to this party? very day. So, Seriously? No, 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 not, well, call it party. I wouldn't call it a party. So, house parties. No, 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 no. Those house parties are okay because I actually know the people. So I can get, I, I, I can get, you know, engaged in conversations or whatever. Like, it's the, all right, so here's the thing. Like, my, my parents know that I am introverted. And I do not like interaction with other people. Now, the idea, like what I just said, like being able to communicate, interact, or work with others, it, it's only obvious when you get older and you, you start to go to school. You have to start, I don't know, like group projects and stuff. But when you're very little, that's not very prominent. I don't have siblings. I don't have cousins. It's just me, right, at home. So. My dad has this tendency of,、um, you know, when you go to like shopping centers, like they have this sort of like you know like kids area, like ball pools or stuff like that, like facilities for kids to play, like little kids, toddlers to play in, right? Yeah. And usually,、um, you go there with your friends. So like, if two families decide to hang out, the parents go off to shopping, and they just and they sort of like pay two hundred dollars and like drop them off at some sort of ball pool, and just go and then just set、yeah. off. That's、yeah. kind of like the whole point. But you've al- you've almost never seen any like individual kids just wandering around there. And my dad used to do this impeccable thing. I just I hate it so much. Like he would drop me off there. On my own, and says that all right, we're、uh, mommy and I gonna go off to shopping now. When we come back, I want five names, and those five names have to be fi- um five new friends you've made. All right, bye. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just spend like two hours wandering around in the fucking ball pool, be like, 
Why the fuck am I here? Now am I gonna get five names? They are literally kids here who can't even read their names? own name and write their own fucking names. How can I get five names? Why can't you just make up five common names that you hear? It's of? difficult yeah. because it's not. It's not. Like, you know, like you can make up English names. It's easy. You cannot really make up a Chinese name. You, you know what? You should answer them. You should answer them five English names and tell them that they don't know how to pronounce their Chinese name, so they only know their English name because they're called by their English names by their parents because parents these days like to call yeah, their call by names by their English names. I doubt that, and by then I wasn't very smart anyway. I'm like four or five, so like, and then and then my my parents come back, and then my mom would be like, "Well, haha, you introvert." And then, and then my and my dad would chastise me for not being for not fulfilling the task. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> is it is that a kind of job or something in your parents' views? Yeah, you know, if I was like, given that task, I would probably just walk around and keep asking what's your name and be a freak. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Everyone else will just think that you're a freak. No one wants to be your friend, you idiot. That's not. <laughs> That's not no, how you get friends, okay? Like, because because if I was given that task, I wouldn't really care about those strangers. All I care is your name. So I'm going to just walk over to them and ask them, "What's your name?" And then after they answer, I'm going to say, "Okay, thank you," and leave. Like if and someone, really weird. if it's someone with similar age at that time, come to me and do the same thing and ask me, "What's your name?" Without any prior context or interaction, I'll be like, "Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you?" And just walk away and be like, "Who's that freak?" That's the whole point. You're like, it's a bunch of <laughs> five-year-olds. It's not gonna work, is it? <laughs> like, what's your name? Doesn't even work in the adult world. Why does it work in the kids' world? <laughs> That's one of the stupidest thing he has ever done, other than asking me what's seven times seven. He literally asked me that like last week. Hell? Not kidding, he said he forgot about. Really? He, he he said he forgot about what so he he forgot yeah, the answer. What's seven times seven? That's impressive. I'm like, did you graduate from elementary school, or is it that you're getting Probably too old? Didn't. Is that <laughs> like when you don't use math, you you forget that sort of thing? Maybe I don't know, or you just suck too much at this academic thing. <laughs> anyway, what? So okay, Roddy doesn't. Want to have kids? What about oh, Evan? Yeah. Do you want to have kids? Uh, he's gonna answer no. I I'm not sure about he's... my incentive now, but I probably will if I do have the money and uh, oh, wow. we both agree on doing that. But uh, I think I will try to give my kid. I won't force him into doing anything necessarily because. I find a lot of things that I lost interest in when I was very young because the reason being because I was forced to keep doing it and now I feel like I'm still interested in those stuff and still want to learn so I'm probably going to <laughs> oh no the bad wording comes again oh, I'm probably oh, going no. to start persuading him why like these stuff are important and why he should like these stuff and give him the resources so that he can become socially uh well competent in the society <laughs> i think you brainwash your kids 
No, 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 no. I think that I, I think I, I get what, where it's going with it. It's just that he's like I, I think I think Evan is struggling to put these words together because it kind of goes against his more leftist ideology of you know being you know leaving kids alone, being independent, being free completely, and stuff like that. No, they're not supposed to be left alone. If they're left alone, they're going to. Be complete idiot. No, 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 no. I think I think like some parts of you is currently conflicting with one another, which is that you still wish the best for your kids. So obviously you want to provide them. You pr- provide, you know, provide them with, you know, either it doesn't have to be textbooks. You know, it can be other resources. It's just like you want to guide them. You want you want them to be like what you said, like socially capable and. You know, academically capable or whatever capable. So, you're trying. You're like I get it. Like you want to want you want the best for your kids. That's well. The what, problem is I don't want the, to. That's one of the incentives of being a parent anyway. But that's the most important thing. But you also kind to. of like doesn't want to you know force something onto your parent onto your kids, which like the thing about you know this sort of like hardcore Asian parenting like. The incentives, the incentives aren't wrong. Like wishing the best for your kids isn't a bad thing, or like morally, it's morally correct anyway. Like, I, 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 I don't see anything wrong with it. It's the method that gets, you know, really controversial and really just appalling. Which is that you're, are you really sure that you know that's best for your kids? Like, I think a lot of the Asianness and <laughs> parenting is just. I think it's because, like, our society progressed too rapidly, and I mean this in like n- newly industrialized countries. So like, you know, Taiwan, China. Japan,、oh, maybe not Japan, but like you know, South Korea, like Asia in general. That why is this such a thing? Why is this a common phenomenon in Asia? Because we like our society industrialized and modernized too quickly. It like it's done like within half ha- half a century. So like it's so rapid that competition drives culture, or it it like it, it like. It, it emerged with the、um, the local culture, and it becomes something that parents starts to because you know try to give the best for the kids, and they think that this is gonna be the best for the kids. So we have to give them this sort of well, education. I think I think my objectives is one. I don't want to appear author authoritative, so that so what I say is not a must like. I'm just trying to persuade like my kids and give, give, give that person. Okay, how about this? Your But, your kids turn out to be a audiences that he wants to be a musician and doesn't care about whatever academic work you give him, her or whatever. I'm going to. He's probably gonna kill that kid. Force that kid to practice forty <laughs> hours a day. See, see, oh, okay. the、so、same incentive. And, you no, want, no, no, you want it. <laughs> No, no, no! I'm going to tell him that being a musician requires practice, 
And if he thinks practice is boring, he probably shouldn't become a musician because. Well, what if, if he, he tells you he just he's just not fond of this sort of academic work? He wants just he just want to have fun in life. Like, why do you have to be all these so you know be so strict and so pushy? Like, I'm not okay, trying to、fine. success. I'm. But then fine. Then you you're just. You, you, As long as you can survive, I'm not gonna provide money for you, obviously. And lo-、oh, like、wow. after you're like you're my out dad, of school, you're supposed to support me when I'm in need. Isn't that true? <laughs> no, it isn't. Like putting, nobody gives their child like stuff after like they're out of like school. Like out of college and stuff, like at least not much unless you're very rich. Daddy, you're so cruel. Why do you do this to me? I just want to have fun in life, and I don't want you to push me around doing anything that you want me to do. I want to live my life this way. Yes, and as a parent, you are of course be like, yeah, but I know what's better for you, and maybe the no, parent is right. To... But that's the whole thing, because kids will forever be thinking that. But our parents do not understand us. That's just you know generational conflict. No, I mean if he wants to、it's、have fun,、endless. like he's completely free to have fun. It's just that the problem, as long as he is able to survive, I'm fine with. And you said that you're gonna force force them to practice forty hours a day. What does that even mean? There's、he's、only twenty four hours、that. a day. He he's probably gonna die from that all that practicing anyway. <laughs> you don't even have to put him out to society. And no skill does not define the success of a musician today. Fame now defines the success of musicians, which I think is kind of sad, but that's a fact. Well, it depends on what kind of musician he wants to become. Oh yeah, it sort it it sort of does. If he、depends、wants to become, if he wants to become a rapper, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna kill him. No, no skill. Good、required. choice. I'm probably gonna do the same too. Well, because if you put him to be a rapper, he's gonna come home one day having all the tattooed ass, and he's gonna tell you that, "Hey, Dad, I just did some weed outside." So, so yeah, I think before he becomes a rapper, I think what 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 is a better choice, a more economically efficient choice, would be to end his misery right there on the spot, because that's what's best for him. <laughs> all right, so we've established that Evan. Uh, is open to the idea of having kids, but he's gonna try,、uh, try, going to, try not going to, to be Asian parents while being Asian parents. Be, I'm going to car my wife and 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 house my car my wife and. That's the most you know, like, politically incorrect thing that you have ever said on EAA. <laughs> and he doesn't like kids, by the way. Yeah, and we've and we've established that Roddy doesn't even want to have kids. Um, uh, all right.、Yeah. So my perspective on having kids is that, mathematically speaking, each couple is supposed to have two kids at least, or else the population is just gonna shrink. Oh, you're holding up. Oh, you're holding up the average. 
Okay. I yes, see. and and in, in reality, like the preferable number is three because you get people who die of accidents and stuff like that. But I think it depends on how do I put this. This is gonna sound really politically incorrect again, which is um, <laughs> if only um, if only my partner and I are. Um, not just like financially capable. Well, that's my first concern. Like that's my main concern. But let's say we're doing well and like fi fi financial issue is the is isn't doesn't matter here. Let this discard money first. Um, <laughs> this is gonna sound like what Evan just said, which is that if only my partner are also like. The blunt way of putting it is, is like smart enough. Then I'll oh. be more, and I'll be more willing to produ to reproduce more, <laughs> because then I will oh, feel like oh, I oh, am no. harming society of producing stupid people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, it sounds so politically their... incorrect, but I think that's the fact. Like, if you're not, like, how do I put this? If you're not, you know. You know that that's exactly my stand because what I just said is that I will only have kids if I marry because I won't adopt. If kids you think that, I hate if you think your offspring is going to be a valuable contribution to society, that's like another of my concern. That's like one of my evaluation standards, which is one of the criteria it has to meet. So like, yeah, like if I'm, if I. If I if my evaluation, um, like comes back with well yeah it's not gonna be a viable contribution to sizes to society I'm probably be like only off with one kid, even though that's mathematically that kind of makes the model collapse but, I I I, I that's the best I <laughs> I'll be able to do but um in terms of personal experience I I'd say one kid is fine because. It's a lot more convenience. Like, of course, your, your um expenses will be a lot lower, a, a a lot less. But, like, you know, taking your kids to travel and stuff like it's easier to fit in a cab with three people, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's true. Like your family, if you if you try to go somewhere else and you you ha you guys have to take a cab, how are you gonna fit? <laughs> My well, I mean, economically speaking, <laughs> I'm only going to have one because that's how I can put in all my money and, like, force them uh, to become best best investment. <laughs> the best You're being of very the best. Asian now. You're being very Asian now. It's like we're all showing who we really are. Evan is really an Asian, and I'm really libertarian, and and I think Adrian is in the middle. I don't, I don't I even know. I would say it's in the middle compared to you two. I'm. I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more linked to, you know, having a more traditional approach to marriage and kids. Like, I I don't know. Like, I think one of the defining characteristics of being human is that, or being animal actually, which or any form of organism, um, is that you're instinctively. Destined to 
have an offspring and pass on generations after generation. That's kind of like your whole job of you, you know, like biologically speaking, that's the whole purpose of everything about you. Now, we as humans, we have Homo sapiens, we don't have to particularly worry about that. It's just that um, I say it's we can we can have a lot more laid-back approach so I wouldn't care if my kids isn't as strong or as tall as others like as long as they're socially capable ie they make they are able to afford their own life to they you know afford their rent live their own life earn enough money so like in the past um, like being academically capable is just not one of the criteria of surviving but nowadays it is so obviously I'm gonna weigh a lot more on that instead of certain biological traits that we humans tend to prefer <laughs> let's put it that way so yeah I, I, I but you know with all these like and stuff I still somewhat feel the responsibility of you decide to help society out of this well, not help society but like doing your part like if I'm really oh, trying to help they'll be like having as many as as I physically oh, wow. could but that but that's obviously that's not viable even if I'm financially capable so it's not desirable yeah yeah I will say two is the desired number you can fit in a cab um, under like reasonably, unless you want to stack, um, like I don't know, two just feels like a right number, like preferably one male, one female. That's what I'd say. But if I'm not financially capable, or my, um, or my life status does not allow me to have two, then I I'm fine with one. Just me, my wife, and my kid. I. I don't see anything wrong with that. But to say that I will not ever have kids my entire life, well, that's a hell of a thing to say. I'm I'm not willing to commit to that. I'd, I'd say... I'd, I'd say this. I think it's still one of the things you've got to do before you're too old. That's just my... That's well, how I, I see I'm it. Like, I'm like, currently, my perspective is like this, but... I don't know if it will change in the future. It definitely will, but it, but it depends on scenarios and circumstances to decide how it will change and how, how it's gonna go. Wait, but so yeah, you say you sure. only evaluate on your kid being able to survive academically? It depends on where you live. I say, like, if it's like. If it's Germany, like obviously, if if you don't go to college, you go through their vocational training system. That's actually better off than going to college. If you live in Asia, it's the other way around. If you don't go to college, you're fucked. So, <laughs> depends on where you live. What what I mean by socially capable is not about interacting with others, but more like, do are you financially capable of? I'm not forcing them to be rich or anything. But are you able to sustain yourself? Are you able to sustain your own family? Are you able to sustain 
your own kids' education and well-being and stuff like that. As long as you're fine with, as long as you're capable of doing that, and and you know not, you know, like your ideology isn't too fundamentally conflicting with mine, and I'm fine with it. Like if you end up with tight, do I'm probably like cut you off completely? Stuff like that. Like if you if you end up like supporting Trump, I'm just gonna no, cut I you mean, off completely. But yeah. But I mean, a kid like our values often come from like how you we were raised. So if he ends up yeah, so most supporting Trump, it's not is most likely your fault. Exactly. So, but there are other things that isn't actually the parents' fault. Like if you. You know, come up, come out of the closet or whatever. But like, I think I can, I, I think I can stand um, homosexual, but I cannot stand transgenderism and yeah, I cannot stand transgenderism, but I can stand homosexual. That will be my stance. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, like if if my kid one day comes to me, um, I uh, like if if he if he's a Boy and says, "I think I'm a girl." And be like, "Well, you either go fuck yourself or get, you know, get the fuck out of this house." So, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit extreme on that, but <laughs> it will definitely not be my fault because there's no way I've persuaded you to become that, right? So, anyway. Well, I think my view of raising a kid is. Kind of like Adrian's is, like, I'm going to evaluate marriage by like academics and stuff, and well, it's all going to end up very disastrous. I must say.